0: Standing in the Hall of Fame, and the world's gonna know
5: your name. Well, Jews, man, I guess we should have known better. You are and always will be Dr. Dadder, our answer, man. Because just as you predicted, uh, standing in the Hall of Fame and at the top of week one's quarterback leaderboard are Alex Smith, Jared Goff, and Sam Bradford, your top three quarterbacks in our preseason fantasy football draft.
6: And what about the top two running backs in all fantasy drafts? David Johnson and Le'Veon oh, Bell. Shoot. They combined for less than 60 yards and no touchdowns last weekend, and now Johnson is going to be off for about two months with dislocated wrist. Makes me glad I'm no longer playing fantasy football.
5: Well, I do play, and I didn't take him. It's because I didn't have the first pick. I probably would have. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ron, I mean, really, what do we make of week one here? I mean, Tom Brady's got the worst completion percentage, and you know that kills me to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have four teams that failed to score a touchdown. we got another four that didn't score more than one. I mean, it's kind of like uh, offenses are with you at Martha's Vineyard on summer vacation.
7: Well, Clark, you know how it is on week one that's often filled with uh, aberrations and oddities. Uh, you know, some teams are ready for class. Other teams are uh, still uh, looking out the window. You know, it's sort of like when no you and I would go to school. You know, you were sitting there facing the teacher. You got all your pencils lined up, number two lead. pencils. looking out the window. I'm in the back looking out the window, and, the back, <laughs> the window. and uh, that's what Tom balls. Brady and yeah, exactly. And Brady and about a half dozen other teams. That's what they were doing. They were looking out the window. <laughs> we're not,
5: we're not looking out the window. I mean, some people never on vacation. was <laughs> some people are us. And uh, you know what? We're back at it today, just like Ron says. We're looking to the teacher because we've got the Hall of Fame preliminary list of 108 candidates, and that list was released this Tuesday. And uh, we're going to have one of the guys who appears on the modern era list for one last try. That would be former Dallas cornerback Everson Walls. Yep, he's back with us for a second time. We're also going to hear from Major League Football, the spring developmental league scheduled for kickoff in 2018, as well as Hall of Fame voter Ira Kaufman, covers the Bucks in Tampa, which means he's our latest guest on the Hurricane Hotline. And Hall of Fame voter Gary Myers in New York Daily News. Goose Man, quickly, uh, you're a big Everson Walls fan, right?
6: Yeah, he's the only cornerback to lead the NFL in the interceptions three times. No one else has ever done it. You deserve to be discussed if you
5: can do that. Okay, well, I know what deserves to be discussed. Commercials. Because we've got Derek Burns, our producer, waving at us. So what, we're going to commercial. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
8: Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow.
9: The better you drive, the more you save. Bears and bats, they live in a cave, but that's irrelevant here. So back to the subject we steer. Snapshot saves you money when you drive safe. I wear corduroy pants. I don't mind that they chafe.
8: The better you drive, the more you can save. With Snapshot from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents.
10: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were.
5: The Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO. Just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Pro Football Hall of Fame announced its preliminary list this week. It's a list of 108 candidates, and there are the expected names on there, like well, Brian Dawkins, Ty Law, John Lynch. as a holdovers from last year. But there are also first-year nominees like Randy Moss, Ray Lewis, Rondi Barber, Steve Hutchinson. Uh, Jason Hansen from the Lions is there too, Goose Man, just for you, Jason Hansen. Um, but you know what I like most about this list? The guys who weren't on there, weren't on there a year ago, But are today, like Richmond Webb, Wilbur Marshall, Lomas Brown, Leroy Glover. Goose,
6: any idea how that just happened? You know, I'm still scratching my head on Marshall because he played in Chicago, but Webb, Brown, and Glover are explainable. You know, they made their names in Miami, Detroit, and New Orleans, not New York, Dallas, and Los Angeles. Uh, Webb and Brown played offensive line where you couldn't generate any stats. Webb and Glover didn't win championships. If you lack rings, lack stats, and play in a small market, you become susceptible to falling through the cracks.
5: Well, they did fall through the cracks, but Gooseman, they haven't this year. Nope. And I think there's a reason why, honestly. I think one of the reasons is because we talked about them. And secondly, because we went to the hall and said, get these guys in there. I mean, yep. yeah, I think you guys there. probably wrote them in. I, I get them on too. the list. Yeah. And, and, I, and in that respect, I think, you know, we have made a difference. I mean, even if those guys don't graduate to the next level, which is the semifinals of, of 25 candidates. And that list typically is announced in November. Um, uh, but before we go farther, Goose, let's just stop right there. Tell the listeners how the process is done and where we go from here.
6: OK, we get the preliminary ballot in the summer. And if we want to nominate anyone else, there's a window to do that. Then we get a ballot this year of 108 names. September, we vote on that list, cut it down to 25. list comes out in November. We vote again, cutting the 25 down to 15 modern-era finalists for the class of 2018. That's revealed in December. And if you're not among the 15 finalists, we don't talk about you.
5: Well, and then, of course, Gooseman, we give all the Raiders to Ron, and then he just opens the doors to Canton.
7: There you go. Cliff Bridge! Art <laughs> Powell! Jack Tatum! <laughs> just win, baby! Well, I ron,
5: you've seen the list ron <laughs> and cliff ranch isn't on it nor our pal is not on it either um but what long shots and i want to stress the word long shots would you like to see get into the semis
7: well to me you mentioned the ones i'd love to see was- is uh, Webb and Brown and Glover and, and Wilbur Marshall. I'm not yeah. saying uh, that they're all Hall of Famers, but that remains to be debated. Uh, but those guys have earned the right to be in that room and be discussed just as much as Lynch or, or Tony Baselli or Brian Dawkins or guys who've been in there before. I mean, we dearly need to cast a wider net, and we seem to get hung up on... Repeatedly bringing a guy, if a guy get, you know gets a ten, they keep coming back and coming back and coming back. Uh, and I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but it certainly creates a logjam that that I'd like to see broken up this year with some new new faces and new names.
6: Yeah, Ron Miner, Everson Walls, Phil Simms, and Bill Frelick. none have ever been a finalist. All are now offensive, in guy. Final, offensive guy. All now in their final year of eligibility. It's now or never for these three mm-hmm. players, and their careers are worthy of discussion.
5: Well, Goose, since you mentioned that, I, I am writing a story this week on our website, and that website's com, And it's about that particular subject. Um, there are several notable players who are in their last year, as Goose mentioned, as modern era candidates. Means, uh, that means if they don't reach the hall in 2018, their candidacies get tossed into the great beyond or Ron, which you call the abyss. The abyss. Otherwise known as the senior pool. The deep and, and, and yeah, it's deep. And including that list are, are running back Roger Craig. Bill Freilich, as mm-hmm. Goose mentioned, uh, Phil Sims, quarterback, tackled Joe Jacoby, and today's guest would be cornerback Everson Wallace. Now, Goose, of, of that group, I know you uh, mentioned it just a second ago, but of that group, whom would you like to see discussed as a finalist and realistically as a finalist this year?
6: Well, th- again, I'm the three that I mentioned. You know, Freilich was selected one of the four best guards of the 80s. Sims took a franchise to two Super Bowls. Walls the only corner with lead league interceptions three times. I mean, I, I want, I'd i love to see all three of those guys, and I want to discuss guys that haven't been discussed that are deserving of discussion.
7: Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree. You know, Fralick, obviously, I mean, look at what he did uh, when he was playing Glover, tremendous, uh, a tremendous player, just happened to play in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I think that that's one of the... I don't want to say it's a flaw in the system, but it's just a flaw in the way things have worked out, you know, based on the, uh, on the voters over the years, that you play in certain cities... If they don't win the championship, you might as well be playing in uh, Chernobyl. You know where that is, Clark, Chernobyl? It's up near Dartmouth? I, I've, I've heard uh, of it. <laughs> you know, you just forget about it. Nobody wants yeah. to uh, nobody wants to poke around in there. And uh, I, I think it's we really need to start doing more of that. And it would be great mm-hmm. to bring one or more of these guys forward who's been out in the cold for a long time. I think yeah. it would be
5: Yeah, well, I mean, the guy that I'd mention, Goose, is, is Roger Craig because I do think he's deserving. I think he's been out in the cold for a long time. But he has been discussed as a finalist, so I guess I'll go with two who haven't. And that's Furlick and Walls. But um, guys, what about Jacoby? I mean, he's been a finalist the past two years, so he at least has a legitimate chance. But where he made the final ten in 2016, it seemed to have some momentum. He couldn't make the cut to ten a year later, so it appears he lost that momentum. Does the urgency of his candidacy make voters goose? reassess his candidacy and, and give him more than a long shot? Because this is his last attempt to reach Canton as a, as a modern-era candidate. I
6: wish we'd slow down the rush to enshrine players in their first years of eligibility instead take a broader picture look at deserving candidates who have been in the queue for 5, 10, 15, 19 years. That's how players fall through mm-hmm. the cracks. We get caught up in the latest is the greatest right. mindset. Right. It's criminal. Walls has been discussed. It's criminal. Ray Guy had to wait 23 years. It's criminal. Jack Butler had to wait 50 years. I would hope that voters have an awareness that this is joe Jacoby's last year as a finalist if you're going to put him in do it now you know i uh, agree with
7: goose's point though uh on on one level but i also think it's something we have to be careful about that should be a factor it it can't become a slippery slope Uh, you ever been on a slippery slope clark i'll bet you i have have.
5: yeah with you every week you
7: fall on you you tend to fall on your arse so as a committee (laughs) i think it's (laughs) you know it can't be a pity party um but it's a factor that that should be uh, certainly included with some of these guys.
2: All rise. Here comes the judge. And baby,
5: once again, it's judgment day. Just a guess, but I guess that's my cue. This is no pity party, Ron. Hey, Derek, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for the intro. One guy who's not going to make it in that room but could is someone I wrote about for our State Your Case segment this week on our website. Once again, network.com. And that's former Buffalo offensive lineman Ruben, not Lomas, Ruben Brown. And State Your Case, by the way. Sponsored by Progressive, where you can save as much as $600. Just log on to Progressive.com and see if you can save hundreds on your car insurance. You'll be glad you did. You know what, guys? I'm glad I looked into the resume of a one Mr. Ruben Brown, former offensive guard of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, He's someone a lot of people in Buffalo know about, and they know a lot about him, and for good reason. He was chosen to nine Pro Bowls, including eight in a row, four all-pro teams. He was named to the Buffalo Bills' 50th anniversary team. So how come a lot of people have never heard of him? That's a good question. He played guard. He never won a Super Bowl. Now, guard's a difficult launching pad for Hall of Fame consideration. We had Will Shields in the queue, as you guys know, a few years ago. And to me, he was a bulletproof candidate, all-decade, 12 Pro Bowls, and seven All-Pro seasons in 14 years, never missed a game. Yet it still took him four tries to get in. Same thing with Alan Fanica, another all-decade choice who's in the queue now, but he can't crack the top ten. Each year we discard him when we go from 15 to 10. The the problem with Ruben Brown was that he wasn't all decade. And, and Ron, I, I think, what is it, about 70% of the guys in Canton are all decade? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And, and, and he never won a ring, so he has no championships either. Though he did go to a Super Bowl with the Bears. And, and that's a problem. But this just in. Bruce Smith has more Pro Bowl selections than anyone in Buffalo history, right? Well, guess who's second? Uh-uh. Not O.J. Nope. Not Jim Kelly. Nope, not Thurman Thomas, Andre Reed. Uh uh-uh. uh. They're all in the Hall of Fame. It's Ruben Brown. And he's not only not in the Hall, he's never been discussed. Never even been to semifinals. Look, I'm, I, I'm not saying he should be in because I know a lot of Buffalo fans who thought he was overrated, but I am saying he, like, well, Richmond Webb Web and Bill Frelick and Lori Glover, others who have never been finalists or semifinals, they deserve to be discussed. I mean, there must be a reason he was considered one of the best in his position for nearly three quarters of his career. You know what? I'd like to hear it. Clark, why do Buffalo
6: fans believe he's overrated?
5: Well, it's funny you ask that because I asked someone who covered those teams, and he said uh, because of untimely penalties and a general feeling that he reached the Pro Bowl on reputation and not because there was a lot of competition the AFC had guard then. But you know what? That doesn't fly with me. Uh, I think he was a pretty good player. Anyway, uh, I'd like to see Ruben Brown get discussed, and I'd like to have have him discussed soon. Derek, let's go to commercial. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
8: Progressive brings you tree with Flow.
9: The better you drive, the more you save bears and bats. They live in a cave, but that's irrelevant here. So back to the subject we steer. Snapshot saves you money when you drive safe. I wear corduroy pants. I don't mind that they chafe.
8: The better you drive, the more you can save with Snapshot from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents.
10: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge.
5: When you start telling me it doesn't matter,
10: then retire. Get Get out.
5: Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You have any idea what it means when Geico says they can save you as much as 15% or more with just 15 minutes? They can save you that much on car insurance? Means you
7: should have called 15 minutes ago
5: and fattened up your bank account. Smart man, Ron. And I don't say that very often. Smart man, Ron. <laughs> For more details, listen to Ron Borges or go to Geico.com. And you know what, Ron? How long ago should they have gone? 15 minutes. You got it. Listen to Ron Borges. Hey, normally we'd be talking to our first guest, and our first guest, Hall of Fame voter Ira Kaufman, about his Tampa Bay Bucks. The season opener with Miami at Miami was postponed, of course, because of Hurricane Irma, which was supposed to hit Miami, but then veered left instead and then ripped through the middle of uh, Florida. I think some of the Gulf Coast of Florida as well. Marco Island got hammered pretty hard. But I'm not sure how much damage it inflicted on Tampa, but I know what Ira is, which is why we have him back with us. Ira. First question, how you doing? Uh,
1: much better than uh, I thought uh, on uh, Saturday night when uh, my local meteorologists were telling me that uh, Irma was going to hug the West Coast, which would have put me in Tampa on the right side, the northeast quadrant, would have been a disaster. Uh, and instead, uh, Marco Island took the brunt of it, guys, and, um, and I ended up being on the left side about 50, 60 miles away from it. You guys saw the, uh, the extent of this storm. I mean, we have never seen it. It's historic. So I, I got, you know, the winds were strong uh, until 3 in the morning. I got no power. Two days later, no power. Uh, so that means I can't watch the, uh, the big NFL Network show. About 108 different uh, preliminary
5: candidates for the Hall. <laughs> and that's a disaster. That's a real disaster. Hey, Ira, um, question for you. What was the extent of damage to the, the area where you live? And, and you said, I mean, it sounds like you didn't evacuate. Why didn't you evacuate?
1: Well, because the size of it, guys, covered the whole state. There was nowhere to go. Uh, no hotels, uh, you know, even up in Tallahassee, Gainesville, no no hotels. I mean, you would. I would have had to go to New Orleans and um, and then I might not have been able to get back. Uh, so my wife and uh, the little Boston Terrier, we stuck it out. Now, Goose knows me. I'm, I'm a New Yorker, tried and true. Uh, it's gonna take more than uh, you know, 65 mile an hour winds to make me uh, tuck tail. When uh, Borges, uh, Borges would have, uh, would have been up in uh, Newfoundland. Uh, I'd have been in uh, New by, Orleans by, by, by eating,
7: I'd have been in New Orleans eating a nice meal <laughs> <laughs> at
1: Manali's. All right, <laughs> and, I, and heart- guys. The big question is: th- this storm is, is wreaking havoc. On the football team, and uh, I, I can tell you that.
6: Thank you for asking my question. I'll answer. <laughs> how much? How much of an impact has it wreaked? How much of an impact has it
1: wreaked? Well, I'll say this, guys. And, and Dirk Cutter, uh, a creature habit like most coaches, has been thinking about September 10th at Hard Rock Stadium since April 20th, since the schedule came out. That's all he's thought about. So, not only did the game get canceled last week, but the players scattered from Hurricane Irma starting on Wednesday night, Thursday, they got out of town. They got the heck out of town. They booked flights. They drove to Alabama. They had the ways and means to do it. Poor little, uh, your poor little guest does not. So, <laughs> you know, now, and Tem- Temple International closed on Sunday and closed yesterday. So they couldn't get back. And so, Cutter thought he was going to have practice today. Didn't happen. So now, he's hoping tomorrow morning that he's got a full crew. Guys, guys, they, this team just had six days off. Six days off. What's wrong do you think? that? <laughs>
7: yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd like to have six days off. Well,
1: you know. <laughs> well Clark, you know, Borges, Clark's been taking six you know, Borges days Borges off
7: for about thirty years.
1: <laughs> uh, Borges just thinks these players are coddled as it is. So uh, exactly. <laughs> if I'm Dirk cutter, if I, I'm working them hard this week, I don't know how many padded practices they're allowing, but they got to get their minds back on football, guys, because the, they got the Bears, the big bad Bears, coming in Sunday.
5: I guess I like the Bears for this, don't you, Ron? <laughs>
1: yeah, what it yeah.
6: <laughs> Was there any damage to the stadium?
1: Uh, no, no, they've already announced that the game will be played uh, as scheduled. I believe there's a college game uh, there on Saturday night, USF. Uh, Lovey Smith, I believe, is coming back to town with his fighting uh, Illini. And uh, <laughs> so that ought to be a treat. But, um, guys, uh, a lot of expectations for this team down here. I mean a lot. Uh, coming off a of 9-7, and seven, good off-season additions with Deshaun Jackson. Uh, picked up some guys. They're healthy. Guys, they might have all 22 starters ready to go for Chicago. And you know they better win that game because then they go to Minnesota and they got the Giants and Patriots coming in. The Giants and Patriots. I was, Patriots.
7: Uh, Ron, I, that's I was like Winston buys, looking,
1: right?
7: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The way they played last week. How was yeah. Winston looking prior to all this? Uh, in other words, w- what were you seeing through training camp and as the what you thought the start of the season was going to be?
1: Well, Ron, you know, and I can just see, uh, I can just see Borg just saying, "Calm down, Kaufman," but uh, <laughs> they, the whole team looked terrible in the preseason. I mean, awful. Uh, they played one good half of football against Jacksonville. That was it. And, and Cutter still can't wrap his mind around the preseason. He doesn't know uh, how, whether to play the guys. They're charging money for the tickets. He don't know what to do. Uh, but they are healthy. And I think that's the number one thing coming out of August. Stay healthy. So they're ready to go. Deshaun Jackson's ready to make his debut. Chris Swaggy Baker, ready to, ready to strap it on. Um, O.J. Howard, you know, the rookie tight end. Winston can't complain about a lack of weapons, Ron. Now it's up to him to uh, take his game uh, up a notch.
5: Right. We're speaking with the Hall of Fame voter Ira Kaufman of JoeBucksFan.com on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at talkofamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame Net. And Ira, I want to follow up on what Goose asked you earlier, um, a football question related to the storm. Normally teams don't get buys until the fifth week of the season. Fifth week? But the Bucks and Dolphins, they just had theirs. And now it's 16 weeks nonstop. Whether you've been gone six weeks, six days, whatever, you got to go 16 weeks now nonstop. Is that a competitive disadvantage for both teams? You know, I even think the great Ron Borg just might agree with me on this one. Finally. Um, <laughs> nah, depends the, on what you say. The Dolphins and the, <laughs> the Bucs.
1: Um, are both at a competitive disadvantage. Now you can argue how much of it, but I don't think you can argue because 30 teams are going to have a breather this regular season, and the Bucks are not. Who wants a bye week on week one, gentlemen? Who, who wants Ron? That? And, Ron does. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Clark. The irony was they had a very advantageous bye week. They had a late bye week. They were looking forward to that, you know, to rally the troops for the home stretch. Uh, because, uh, you know, this team's going to be in the hunt, uh, I I think, at least for a wild-card spot. They should be. they got enough talent. The Saints looked dreadful the other night, guys, dreadful. Uh, And who knows about Carolina, so we'll we'll see. But there's talent on this roster. There is talent. And uh, it's up to Cutter to show that last year wasn't a fluke.
6: Ira, there have been 12 teams that have been featured on Hard Knocks. Only three of them won division titles, and two of them got their coaches fired. What do the Bucks figure in this mix? <laughs>
1: Only Goslin would come up with that analytical survey, gentlemen. Still waiting uh,
6: to see you Hard Knocks, by the way.
1: You know, guys, I I, <laughs> I wore the Joe Buck's hat and never made made the cutting room for. But uh, you know, guys, for me, I watched all four episodes. I, I thought it was a great Nothing Burger. You know, to uh, to quote uh, Van Jones from CNN, a Nothing Burger. Uh, <laughs> No controversy, you know. Not much on Doug Martin suspension. Uh, you know that's that's not hard knocks. I mean, you know, this isn't 60 Minutes here. So, what did we find out? You know, Gerald. You know, Gerald McCoy likes Batman comics. Uh, you know, we found out uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Jameis Winston grew up in Bessemer, Alabama. He used to pee outside the house. I mean, me too. Are not revelations. <laughs> <laughs> These are my revelations, gentlemen. So I, I don't think hard knocks is going to have any any uh, effect. Uh, but we did find out that uh, Cutter has a rich vocabulary, gentlemen. Rich.
7: <laughs> well, that as long as it's uh, rich enough that, it, but not the kind that his mother calls him on and says, "What are you doing? What do you don't talk like that?" Well, That's I, what said him, in- him, uh,
1: I said to him. I said, "You know, Ron, I asked rest after the first episode. Hey, was your wife upset about the language you used?" And you know, and he goes. Uh, Calvin, you, you don't think she hears that at the dinner table? Come on. So, uh, <laughs> you know, Jameis Winston uh, Clark was the obvious focal point, as we knew he would be. Um, maybe maybe even a little too much. I mean, he's the face of the franchise, guys. Good or bad. Twenty three years old. That that's the way it is.
5: Right. Well, Ira. Thanks so much. You know what? We're gonna see you and maybe we'll see your Tampa Bay Bucks in the Super Bowl. There's of course if you if you get your power back.
1: You know, I wanna thank you guys for three votes for John Lynch and three votes for Ronde Barber. It's outstanding.
5: Ronde Barber's
1: okay.
7: I used to go to a barber named Ronde, but he's not going to the Hall of Fame. Let me tell you that much. Ronde Barber, please. Take just take a little off the sides. Ronde, isn't uh, that the guy guys, who played? Uh, isn't that the guy who played zone defense his entire natural life? Never covered a man one on one in the history of, of, of his football career. That guy, Ronde Ron. Ronde?
1: I, I expect you at eight o'clock to be in front of your set to hear the magical words of Michael Silva as he breaks <laughs> down one hundred and eight players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey, right. Ira, People. what's
5: what's your biggest concern about Jameis Winston going into the season?
1: That he's got a lousy running game, which he does at this point not very good. Last year, they couldn't run at all. And he's throwing 40, 45 times a game, which he did last September and it ended up being a one and three start. Um, that's not, that's not ideal for Winston. He's not a gunslinger like, uh, breeze. He's not, he's not exceptionally accurate. And he, and he tries to get it into tight windows. Again, you're not drew breeze. So that's the fear is that, uh, you know, they start losing, and, and he tries to put too much on his shoulders.
5: Plus, what? you're gonna have ti- you're gonna have tired legs at the end of the year, wouldn't you think?
1: Uh, yeah, you would absolutely think that. Yes.
7: Only if you're in Tampa. Come on. You know, they used to play sixty games without a, without a rest. You know, that, that wasn't that that long ago.
0: That's good. If they lose, uh, if,
1: <laughs> hey goose, if they lose to the Bears on Sunday, uh, you can have me uh, you can have me back on the show, and I'll play taps in the
5: background. <laughs> 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 that's a deal, Ira Ira, that's a deal Hey, thanks so much And you know what? We're going to see you And maybe those bucks In the Super Bowl
1: Thanks, guys My pleasure See okay, you, Ira
5: it. Stay dry that was, all, that was Hall of Fame voter Ira Kaufman of Tampa Up next It's Hall of Fame candidate Everson Walls Of the Dallas Cowboys You're listening to The Talk of Fame Network
4: This is Mike Pereira
1: Of Fox Sports When you want the right call Do what I do Listen to the Talk of Fame Network.
5: Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com.
11: This is Jim Caldwell of the Detroit Lions, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
12: Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow.
9: You are in the driver's seat, in complete control, in life and on the road. Your driving record is impeccable, and for this, you are greatly rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive. You use your savings to buy a world's best driver t shirt. It runs a little small.
12: The more righteous you drive, the more you can save with Snapshot from Progressive. Visit progressive.com, Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliate. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents.
2: There's people who care
1: where I'm going And good friends who welcome me home So get a full tank of freedom Drive the American road And with a full tank of freedom find
2: your own highway We'll take you wherever you go
4: Marathon, fueling the American spirit
0: The crack of the bat the cheer of the fans basking in the sun save now at days in when you see your favorite team play with over 1600 locations there's always a days in nearby home or away with friends or family bask in the sun at days in book seven days in advance and save 15 plus earn 100 windham rewards bonus points when you book at days terms and conditions apply
3: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. If you're in the market to buy a home right now, you know how challenging it is out there. You're competing against cash buyers, so it's critical that you work with a reputable, established mortgage company like Quicken Loans. By getting pre-approved with us, sellers will know that you're serious and ready to close when you make that offer. Here's one more way to get the home you want. You could buy a $150,000 home with as little as $1,500 down with our 1% down payment option. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.61%. For seven years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation for customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fourth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN.
2: For J.D. Power Award information, visit jdpower.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org.
10: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge.
5: Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. more details, go to geico.com. You know what? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, Everson Walls was one of the greatest defensive backs in NFL history. You know what? It seems only the three of us at the Talk of Fame Network noticed. He ranks 13th in NFL history in interceptions with 57 and is the only cornerback ever to lead the league in picks three times. Yet Everson Walls has been eligible for the Hall of Fame 19 years without ever once reaching the finals. Hard to believe? Well, even harder to believe is that he's entering his final year A modern era eligibility, which means time is running out on his candidacy. And that's why we have him here today to discuss his Hall of Fame prospects. Hey, Everson, welcome back.
4: Thank you, sir, uh, for making me feel old. Uh, <laughs> hey, when you say time is running out you know you, 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 I, I on you know, your candidacy on candidacy, i felt like years of my, my life just just went away right now
6: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're the youngest guy in this show
4: <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> hey by the way you got a name it's pretty unique you got goose you got judge.
5: you got gorgeous. gorgeous. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he's gorgeous. <laughs> you got it right. You wouldn't, say th- you wouldn't say that if you saw him, Everson.
6: <laughs> hey, Everson, let's, let's nitpick why you have yet to become a Hall of Fame finalist. You entered the NFL as an undrafted free agent, so you had to work for everything you got. There were no gifts along the way. Had you entered the league as a first-round draft pick with all the accompanying hype and had the exact same career you've had, do you think you'd already be in the Hall of Fame?
4: Oh, yeah. I would definitely already be in Did you see the guys that they put in last time? I mean, I love those guys. I love watching them play. I mean, but that just doesn't mean you're like, oh, my goodness. It's like all of a sudden the the standards just, uh, they took a break this year. I mean, I've never seen guys who played so few years, you know, being inducted into the Hall of Fame. As great as they were when they played, um, you know, me, I'm – it's not just about me all the time, but hey, this is my show. So, yes, let's talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I, you know, I mean, when you think of where, you know, me, Kurt Warner, I mean, this guy was, uh, you know, he was a grocery school clerk. He's about the only one that I think has taken a further trip trying to get to the Hall of Fame uh, than I did. He was a free agency, uh, you know, just you know my entire career starting in college at Grambling State, you know, bucking all odds from day one. Not by myself, of course, but, you know, I had a lot of help and and blessings along the way. But, you know, when you talk about the things that I've done, I cannot uh, remember a career that, uh, you know, has has that many accomplishments as well as close calls and not even being in the NFL at all. And and I didn't use that as an excuse. I mean, to me, I I felt like a first-rounder. Because I felt like I should have been a first rounder, and that's why I always try to play as a first rounder, regardless of my free agent status. Well, that's a you
7: know, that's a good another good jumping off spot. Uh, in your opinion, why do you think not only not so much why weren't you a first rounder, but why were you not taken at all? I mean, you came in the league and you were a star as soon as you got here. What did all these teams with all their million dollar scouts miss uh, when you were at Grambling?
4: You know, I could come up with a bunch of excuses and weird-ass stories, by the way. (laughs) That's Uh, good. We like that. I I remember when the Raiders came to town and they sent grambling alum Willie Brown to time me in the 40. And I don't know why they did that. They knew I was slow as hell. Nobody, there was no secret that I was slow. To me, it was all about line me up against that receiver old school style and watch me shut this dude down. I don't give a damn how I do it. Sometimes I can't explain how I did it. I just know I did it and I know the proof was in my game film. They come down there with the stopwatches and even Willie Brown came and I must have been, I mean I must have run so badly that day. (laughs) Willie goes back to the Raiders instead of saying hey this is a fellow Grambling alum this guy's going to make some plays for us he goes back to Al Davis and said man you don't want this dude. Nah, he's, he's not he's not rated material. He, he couldn't even outrun our offensive linemen. I mean, I could just imagine what that conversation was like because uh, when I saw Al Davis the next year after I had led the league in interceptions with 11, Al Davis came to me and asked me, while they were having a scouting combine at the Dallas practice field, why didn't I want to come and play for the Raiders? That's the question he asked me. And so, Willie Brown sitting up there was looking like a clown with egg on his face, you know, and, and he, I'm looking at Willie like, hey, Willie, it's what you want me to say. You know, so there's a lot of crap that goes on when it comes to people's reputation. I think Willie thought I would ruin his, but whatever the whatever happened, Willie went back and told Al Davis that uh, I wanted to play for the Cowboys. And how in the hell is a free agent going to have that kind of Autonomy to just say, no, man, I'm not. I'm not signing with y'all, the Raiders. I'm going to wait for these free agent contracts to come around so I can get paid a fifteen hundred dollar signing bonus. <laughs> thanks for no thanks, Willie. Really appreciate you, buddy. So that's that's one of the weird stories about being screwed over as, as a free agent. <laughs>
5: We're speaking with former Dallas star Everson Walls, who who never wanted to play for the Raiders, by the way, on the Talk never, of the Network
4: no, it's only my it. second favorite team in history. That's
5: right. Just my second favorite team. <laughs> it's Ron's favorite team. He doesn't yeah. tire of reminding us. Um, you can find us on the web at talkofamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at TalkofameNet. And ever since, since you mentioned leading the league in interceptions, which you did three times, uh, Ken Riley, he intercepted 65 passes. That was second among pure cornerbacks in NFL history. Guess what? Never been a Hall of Fame finalist. Dave Brown, intercepted 62 passes. Uh, never been a Hall of Fame finalist either. Like you, Bobby Boyd, who passed away recently, intercepted 57 career passes. Yet he's another guy who has never been a finalist. Now, all three of those guys, they're they are now in the senior pool. My question is, isn't the Hall of Fame supposed to be about productivity? I, I mean, what do you think this committee has against interceptions?
4: Well... Let me get off on my tangent again. And this is, might be a, hit a little bit home, close to home for you guys. But I just don't think the media and guys that some of y'all never played football. And, and I'm sure Goose was a great athlete when he was in high school. Hockey but player. Most of y'all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I take that back. Uh, <laughs> most of you guys, you know, just never made it past high school when it came to playing sports. And I just don't think y'all have the uh, connection as much as, or you have a connection, of course, but I don't think you have the connection as much as a former player would have. And now don't 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 think that that just gives everyone a pass because as I look at the Hall of Fame selection committee, when you're talking about the, the former players, then I would still shake my head at a guy who came out in, with my class, class of 81, Kenny Easley. Great player, but only played, what, seven, nine years. And I'm looking at Cornell Green. I'm looking at Harvey Martin. I'm looking at Drew Pearson. I'm looking at guys that play double-digit years for championship teams. I'm not talking about for the Seahawks. I'm talking about consistent championship teams that only were rivaled by the Pittsburgh Steelers. When you're talking about that particular decade, so even the older players, the former players, the Hall of the Hall of Fame players, whoever that Hall of Fame committee is made up of, they also drop the ball. So there's no there's no catch-all, there's no complete answer, you know, in regards to why guys are not put in. But I will say the number one thing is, I could take a snub from my own own uh, peers, that doesn't hurt as much. That's taking a snub from a guy that never played football past high school.
6: Thank you very much.
4: All right. I'm sorry. I got a little quiet there. I right. just, lost three, just lost three Very votes. just lost three votes. that's Right. just lost three I, votes, I, but I don't let that bother you. I want to talk about you, Goose. I want to talk about you, Goose. I know your hockey game was fierce. You know, I know it's fierce.
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Harrison. The, the last time you were on this show, we talked about the possible impact of the catch in the 81 title game by Dwight Clark on your candidacy. Forgotten
4: is the oh, fact that you... you're going to bring that up after uh, I talk about no. your hockey
6: game. No. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, you intercepted. Joe Montana <laughs> twice in that game. Can one game impact a candidacy, and should one game be allowed to impact a Hall of Fame candidacy?
4: You know, after talking with you, Goose, I was kind of on that tangent. I really was. And, and you kind of, you know, you and I talked one time. You kind of steered me away from that. It was good to hear, even though, you know, everyone thinks of, hey, uh, Everson Walls, you know, how, what, what's his legacy? Oh, yeah, he was there, you know, looking at the white court, catch that ball. You know, that to me is not unfair when that stuff happens when a guy is just turned 22 years old. You know, I made up, I tried to make up for that as much as I could, you know, getting, oh my God, I got 40 plus interceptions after that play was made not to mention the pro at the time when the pro bowl meant something Mm -hmm. not to mention the pro bowl record that i think i still hold unless they have other records out there in the pro bowl now because i think they're doing like uh i think at the pro bowl they do curling now right don't they do curling (laughs) they don't play as well i don't even know if they play football anymore i think hopscotch and and jump rope and stuff like that but when we were playing real football the class of 81 came in, uh, the best defensive class in the history of the NFL. When we played the Pro Bowl our first year, me, LT, all the guys that were out there playing, <laughs> we were trying to go out and win that game because we were too naive and young to understand that you're supposed to chill. I recall uh, an extra point uh, in the Pro Bowl, extra point. I think it was Randy I was playing the wing, and I was coming from the outside, I was going to, you know, just come in and try to block the extra point. He looked at me. I I ran right around him. He never moved. He never tried to move. (laughs) There was never any intent for him to move. And I raced around there, and I barely got a hand on the ball, and I actually – Blocking that point, I've never done that in my life. And I remember celebrating, and Randy Gratishaw still sitting there in the same spot, looking at me like, "What the hell is wrong with you, young man?" I'm not trying to win this game. So we just, you know, I thought like our, our uh, class was special, and I was special enough in in some um, media to get the All-Decade team and things of that nature. But I don't know what it is about interceptions. I just don't think people. I don't think people actually uh, respect it because I, I think it ruins the party. It ruins the party. Yeah, everybody wants the quarterback to come out, and you know, that's all we talk about QBs, this, and how great they are. They're leaders, and they can come. Oh, the great Joe Montana. Here comes Dan Marino. Here comes these guys. Oh, damn. Everson Walls just picked him off. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll pick that narrative up on the next drive. How about that? You know, I just think we like spoil the party. That's just the way I look at
6: it. <laughs> hey, Emerson, what what would, what what would a gold jacket mean to you?
4: Oh man, it would mean so much. I, uh, I a lot of people already think I'm in it, and sometimes that's always a, a nice distraction, you know, or an alternative. But I actually went to the Hall of Fame for the first time in my life to watch. Kurt and and, uh, Ladanian Thomason and those guys go in and I went to that gold jacket ceremony. I had a good time while I was in the museum and then when I went to the gold jacket ceremony, all of a sudden I just started getting pissed off. I was ready to go because I'm looking (laughs) at these guys, getting all these accolades and I'm thinking to myself I should already be up there. That's just my opinion. I'm sure everyone else has their own opinion but I know what I had to deal with with the Dallas Cowboys defense. I know how tough it is for a cornerback to play behind a flex defensive line that was, you know, invented by Tom Landry.
5: Hey, Everson, we got to run. But thanks so much for the time. And I know we said it once, but we'll say it again. Best of luck with your <laughs> candidacy. And you know what? If you get a gold jacket, would you stop ripping the Goose, man? Stop
4: ripping him, okay?
11: <laughs> All-state hey, hockey player. If,
4: if I get in, I'm going to come up there with the Gooses uh, hockey uh, accolades, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about that in my speech. All right, <laughs> yeah. just, just be sure of that, dude. Be sure that's it that to thanks, thanks, Thanks,
5: Everson. Everson.
6: thanks, Everson.
4: Thanks, Everson. All right, guys, I appreciate Take it. let me state my case. I appreciate it. Thank
5: that you. That was former yeah. Dallas cornerback Everson Walls. Up next, it's Two Minute Drill. This is the Talk of Fame Network.
8: Progressive brings you Tree with Flow.
9: The better you drive, the more you save bears and bats. They live in a cave, but that's irrelevant here. So back to the subject we steer. Snapshot saves you money when you drive safe. I wear corduroy pants. I don't mind that they chafe.
8: The better you drive, the more you can save. With Snapshot from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents.
10: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Playoffs? What
5: are talk talking about? Playoffs?
10: Are you kidding me?
5: No, we're not kidding you. The Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO, We're just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know what? should have gone 15 minutes ago. That's the two-minute Okay, here we go again. It's the two-minute drill brought to you by Burger King Breakfast, and this time it's Ron making the call. So, Ronnie, take it away. Hey, guys.
7: Andy Dalton threw four picks at a 28.4 QB rating and an adjusted net yard passing of minus one in the Bengals' opening shutout loss. Would Cincinnati
6: safer taking a knee than trying to pass the ball? Take the ball out of Dalton's hands? Put it in those nose of Joe Mixon.
5: Uh, no, Ron, because taking a knee would be a victory formation.
7: Do you think Bengals head coach Marvin Lewis still thinks it was fiscally prudent to let 40% of his starting offensive line walk in free agency? Fiscally prudent or football prudent?
5: No, but I bet Mike Brown does. Uh, did
7: the Rams run a dress-as-a-seat promotion, or were there 40,000 missing persons at their home opener?
6: L.A. is a Dodger town, a Laker town, definitely not a Rams town.
5: Ronnie, they ran a dress-as-a-seat promotion. You know what? Huge success.
7: Speaking of the Rammies, Jared Goff looked like a number one pick. Was that on him or the Colts'
6: defense? Colts' defense? I didn't see any defense out there.
5: <laughs> I'd say it's the Colts. Might be the worst team, even with Andrew Luck. Speaking of Andrew Luck, should
7: Andrew Luck press his luck and return to them or get lucky and return to Stanford Graduate School for his own
5: safety?
6: I never want to see the inside of another classroom, and I'm sure Luck feels the same way. I
5: do. Return to Stanford grad School. If up to me, I'd never leave Palo Alto.
7: Colts head coach uh, Chuck Pagano congratulated the coach of the 49ers after losing to the Rams. Did he lose a game or his mind? His head was in the
5: smog. lost both, Ron. He was blinded by all those empty seats at both stadiums.
7: Two African-American head coaches made their debut across the field from each other while a woman did the play-by-play broadcast of the game. Historic time or sign of the times?
6: Did you forget the bombast of Rex Ryan?
5: I was going to say historic time. They left Rex in the broadcast booth and Sergio dip on the field. The Texans
7: have five players in concussion protocol and 21 on their injury report after one game. Is that a bigger headache for Bill O'Brien or the NFL's player safety campaign?
6: His biggest headache stems from the fact that Texas must play the Jaguars again this season.
5: It's a bigger headache for those five guys. How we can go back to selling burgers. That's, That's the end of the that is the end of the first half, but don't go anywhere. We have Hall of Fame voter Gary Myers, Mike McCarthy of Major League Football, and more on the Hall of Fame preliminary list coming up in the second hour. This is the Talk of Fame Network.
12: Progressive presents flowness with Flow.
9: Picture it. Your car and home insurance are perfectly bundled. You're saving loads of money, and life is so much easier. You exist in a heightened state of easy-peasiness. Life is as easy as it is peasy. As peasy as it is easy.
12: Experience oneness. Bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
3: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Think you can't manage the down payment it takes to purchase a new home? Think again. You could move into a $150,000 home with as little as $1,500 down with our 1% down payment option. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%. APR, 4.61%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com.
2: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030.
1: There's people who care where I'm going And good friends who welcome me home So get a full tank of freedom Drive the American road And with a...
4: Fueling the American spirit.
0: Thinking about a fun getaway this fall? A favorite amusement park. Watching the leaves turn. Visiting old friends. Days Inn can help you get there. With over 1,600 locations, no matter where your travels take you, there's always a Days Inn nearby. Bask in the sun and save now on your fun fall getaway at Days Inn. Book seven days in advance and save 15%. Plus earn 100 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at daysin.com. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Is this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. With Ron Borges.
9: I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh.
0: Rick Gosselin.
13: No, 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 no. There's two O's in Goose. sport and Clark Judge.
2: Hold the rope. Hold the Hold rope.
5: Another reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. More details, go to geico.com, and you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Welcome back to hour number two of the Talk of Fame Network, where we always hold the rope. And since we love, just love to talk Hall of Fame here, did you guys see that Minnesota on Monday put Randy Moss in its ring of honor?
6: Goose? Yeah, it was hard to miss. You know, ESPN yeah. showed a snapshot of it uh, during their broadcast. You know, right. without question, he belongs in that franchise's ring of honor. He was an electric player for the Vikings. Guthrie, well, you must have you... that jacket from uh, Dave Baker. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, wow. wow! <laughs> you know, you miss him with an extension cord, right? Um, <laughs> Ron, did you also see what Randy Moss said about the Hall of Fame? I think it was last week, how it's a quote-unquote political war. I mean, he hasn't even been denied. He's already ripping the process.
7: I know, you know. If they caught footballs with their feet instead of their hands, he would never have had a reception because his foot was always in his mouth. <laughs> Nothing has changed. If you think you have to blackmail your way or make political speeches to try and intimidate your way into the hall, then maybe you don't belong there in the first place. Uh, he's he's his own worst advertisement, in, in my opinion. Does he not think his credentials are good enough? I mean, he's already, to me, he's already making the excuse for not getting in right. before the votes right. even take us. So later, he can say, well, see, I told you those they won't well, put me
5: in goose as, as we know randy moss is one of the 108 preliminary candidates for the class of 2018 and i'm not exactly going out on a limb here by saying this but i, I think he will be a first year finalist but the uh dollars thousand-dollar question here is do you make him a first ballot favorite
6: yeah he'll be a first ballot favorite but whether he'll be a first ballot inductee remains to be seen you know tara owens thought he was a first ballot inductee he's now in his third year and waiting and possibly counting
7: Uh, Personally, I think we've become our own worst enemies on this issue. We're the ones who made this, in my opinion, non-existent first ballot Hall of Famer into something, in my opinion, more than it is. Uh, You know what they call the guy who finishes last in medical school? A doctor.
5: (laughs) Doctors, right.
1: You know what they call...
7: And you know what they don't call the person who finishes first? A first ballot doctor. He's just a doctor. <laughs> you know, give me a break. You're in, you're out. You know, we've made way too much of that first ballot Hall of Famer.
5: Yeah, no, I, I agree with him. But uh, I'm sort of wondering if that I play when I want to play attitude is going to affect his candidacy. I don't know. Bill Paul, think it would. Anyway, there's about to be a decision and a detente in the political war because guess what? Derek Burns, the producer, is telling me we're going to commercial. So we are. You're listening to the Talk Fame Network. Progressive presents Mind with Flow.
9: You feel an overwhelming sense of calm in three, two, one. Your home and auto insurance is bundled like a baby in a warm, buttered blanket. The money you save rains gently down upon you. In bills, not in coins. Because that would probably hurt.
12: Worries drift away when you bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations
10: this is the talk of fame network on sb nation radio what the hell are we waiting on here are your hall of fame voters ron borges do
0: you want it or not
10: rick goslin do
0: you understand there's a price to pay
10: and clark judge
0: can we have fun you're damn right i demand that we have fun
10: we're
5: gonna have a lot of fun with our next guest and that's hall of fame voter gary myers of the new york daily news as you know because we had Gary on this summer. Uh, He has a new book out entitled My First Coach, Inspiring Stories of NFL Quarterbacks and Their Dads. I think it was uh, first brought up, the idea was first brought up by his son, but anyway, it's a good read. And he's going to be signing that book in Northvale, New Jersey this Saturday with none other than Phil Simms, who we mentioned in the first segment. First of all, Gary, when and where is the sign? I know it's in Northvale, but where?
13: It's at a bookstore called Books and Greetings. At eleven o'clock this Saturday morning, and like you okay. said, Clark, it's in New Jersey. And just like you, I have no idea where that is. I'm <laughs> going to put it on my Google Maps and figure it out.
5: <laughs> smart man, very smart man. Well, I mentioned Phil Sims hey, why, is going to join I, you.
13: I, just want to say one thing: that clip that you played a Rex to, to lead into the segment. Yeah. You left out the best part. Snacks. That was Snacks. The, that was the, the speech where he said, "Let's go get a goddamn snack." Right. We're clean that guys. Was the
5: whole we. Speech. We're we're clean and upfront guys. We we don't we don't do for any profanity on this show. I mean, unless Ron <laughs> well, that, uh, gets involved. That's not being profane, Clark.
13: Come on. Come
0: on. <laughs> <That's> just. <laughs> well, anyway, I
5: want, I want to ask you about Phil Sims, who's never profane. He's uh-huh. going to join you this Saturday. Um, in, in the first hour, we spoke about the preliminary list of Hall of Fame candidates that was released this week, and we mentioned mm-hmm. that Phil is one of many guys who are in their last year of eligibility as a modern era candidate. First of all, did you know that? And, and secondly. Do you believe he's Hall of Fame worthy?
13: I did not know that until you told me that earlier today. So how many, was it 20 years that yep. he can stay on the, yep. um, yeah, Um. listen, I, I truly believe that uh, in 1990, if he didn't break his foot late in the season, and if the Giants were able to go on and win the Super Bowl with him, like they did with Jeff Hostel, uh, there's no doubt in my mind he'd be in the Hall of Fame because on his resume would be two Super Bowl championships, including the greatest game by quarterback. You know, uh, percentage-wise, 22 out of 25, 88 percent in his first Super Bowl in 1986. But the fact that he he had a an excellent career didn't have overall what you consider to be a Hall of Fame career unless he had that second championship. Um, that that's what's kept him out. That foot, in, that broken foot. Uh, kept him out, but there's no guarantee that if, if he played, that the Giants would have won it because Hostetler's mobility really helped him, um, especially against San Francisco and then against Buffalo in the Super Bowl.
6: Gary, uh, Eli Manning has won two Super Bowls. You putting him in,
13: you know, it, it's it's really a good question because if you had asked me that six years ago, after he won his second, I go, why you ask me that? He's got two Super Bowl MVPs, two championships in his first eight seasons. You know, the last few years have been really rough. Even when they went 11-5 and last year, they had trouble scoring. Reaching 20 points a game was like an offensive explosion for them. And I think I would still vote for him the first time around, uh, mainly because with two Super Bowl MVPs, and in each case, he put together last-minute drives to beat the Patriots. You know, what more do you want from a quarterback? that can win a Super Bowl by putting together a last-minute drive and to do it twice once against an undefeated team. But I can see the argument against him because we consider the whole resume
5: and some of his regular seasons. uh, It doesn't really stack up. I'll tell you what more I'd want. I want consistency. He's been incredibly inconsistent over the last four or five years.
13: Yeah, and then part of it is his fault. Part of it is the fact that um, they're trying to play these games it's a new concept, Clark. It's six against 11. You don't play with an offensive line. <laughs> and
5: um, ah, okay.
13: Cool. And, he, and, he, and he's getting mushed. I mean, <laughs> he's got to be, you know, hearing footsteps and all that kind of stuff now because there isn't – he, he, he rarely gets a pass off cleanly. And Sunday night, everything was, you know, dinking and dunking. He didn't throw the ball downfield uh, until late in the third quarter when he went 40 yards downfield to Brandon Marshall. And they didn't connect. He, his game has just totally changed the last couple of years with McAdoo. And uh, it was for the better the first couple of years when McAdoo was the offensive coordinator. But, but last year, and then what we saw the United, it, it's really trending in, in a disturbing direction for the time and for Eli. You
7: know, I always like when we have Gary on because we get those those... Football words, you know, like mushed. I remember when Nergursky <laughs> turned to Jim Thorpe and said, like, Let's not get mushed today, big boy.
13: Well, that's my new house education at Syracuse. They taught us how to use those big words. There you go, mushed.
7: I like it. Uh, I'm interested in another guy, uh, another candidate who many NFL people I know uh, mm-hmm. feel deserves Hall of Fame consideration but never gets it, uh, and that's tight end Mark Bavaro. Now, he played a completely different position than the position that now exists. Uh, What do you think about his credentials? Are they worthy of consideration, and do you think it'll ever happen?
13: Well, when he was healthy, Ron, uh, he was as good a tight end as we've seen in this era. The problem was, like a Terrell Davis, um, it wasn't, and then obviously T.D. got in and well-deserved, and I voted for him, but with Bavaro, it just wasn't a long enough stretch there of, of dominance. Um, We all remember that play in 86 in the regular season game in San Francisco where he carried Ronnie Lott and about six other 49ers on his back for about 20 yards. But um, if he was able to put together a few more seasons – um, and, you know, by staying healthy, I, I think he, he might have been in by now or at least been somebody that we've been talking about for years. But I don't think that as good as he was when he was healthy, there just wasn't enough of it.
5: You know, it's funny, Gary. You know, I remember about Mark Bavaro, not so much what he did on the field. And I know what he did on the field. I may remember that as well. But the Super Bowl, when he didn't show up for photo day, remember that he didn't show up for photo day? And he said, well, the photo's can be taken afterwards, so I don't have to show up. And they no, changed- you know
13: what happened? This is what this is what happened. It was called photo day then. Right. And then after they took the team picture with the interviews, he took the team picture and got back on the bus because he said they told me it was photo day. I didn't I didn't know how to talk.
5: (laughs) Well, that's that's what I was going to say. He took the photo and then didn't show up for the media. So the next year would they call it? Media Day, so that they would would get everyone. Anyway, we're with Hall of Fame voter and New York Daily News columnist Gary Myers, who just released another compelling book. This one's called My First Coach, inspiring stories of NFL quarterbacks and their dads. And if you can't get down to Northvale, New Jersey this Saturday to see Gary and Phil Sims, you can pick it up at your local bookstore. And you know what? You should. Hey, Gary, I asked Ron and Rick earlier uh, about this, so I'll ask you. What Hall of Fame long shot would you like to see get through to the semifinals this year, or the finals? Um, someone who hasn't been there and isn't expected to be. Some long shot. Oh, okay. you got to help me on this one, because I haven't really studied the list yet. Um, well, Bavara would be one guy, I'm sure. Um, he's not going to be... A, yeah, he's well, gonna be... Is, he,
13: is he still on the... Yep. Is he yeah. still yeah, he's on, on the, like, the finals?
7: Yeah, he's on. He is?
5: Sims, okay. Sims is another guy, obviously. We talked about some Leroy Glover, uh, Lomas Brown, Richard for instance. Uh, Wilbur Marshall. Richmond Webb? Yeah,
13: I mean, just because I have a uh, a long time, great relationship with Phil, and, and I know what the situation was like uh, here in New York when he got to the Giants in 1979, and how it was he and Parcells and and George Young, who we need to get in the Hall of Fame, guys. Um, I, I know what how bad the situation was, and for Phil once he got healthy after his third or fourth year to have as good a run as he had and had that great Super Bowl. And, and again, um, you know, if he was able to tack that second one on, um, I, I'd i love for Phil to get in. I don't think this, this, at this point there's very little chance of it happening. But I, I guess if I, if I had to pick one guy that I, I'd love to at least see us be able to talk about, uh, it would be Phil.
6: Hey, Gary, where, where are you speaking of quarterbacks? Where are you at in Charlie Connerly? Well, goose is is, is, uh,
13: as this is my way of saying I'm not as old as you. (laughs)
6: Ouch! Oh, as as the New York rep, I assume you do your homework. (laughs) Ouch! Find a tough joke for the goose. Man, Emerson Wall was zinging
13: the
3: first hour. Although I only think
13: there's maybe a couple years that separate us. Um, (laughs) um, I, I really haven't studied him enough, other than knowing you know he's just a great player for the Giants and. And, you know, he's one of their all-time best. But I, I really couldn't, like, delve into his numbers or, yeah. or any of that stuff for you other than I know what, what high regard he's held uh, in the Giants organization and how much he, he meant to them. Yeah, hey, curious, couple, as always. What do you think
6: about Charlie Connery? I was going to ask Bruce. Somebody, I, um, I, get, I get letters every year. I get letters every yeah. year, so I think he's deserving discussion.
5: Hey, Gary, we've got to run, but as always, thanks for the time. And, and i got some advice for you. Go look up Charlie Connolly, for goodness sake. Charlie sakes. Connolly, number 42. I knew he was <laughs> a great player, but I can't recite his number. Thanks, Gary. That was Hall of Fame voter Gary Myers, the New York Daily News. You can catch him in Phil Sims at Gary's Book Signing this Saturday in Northvale, New Jersey. We, however, we're going to commercial. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com.
0: Let's go to eat a damn snack. This
12: is Harry Carson, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow.
9: You feel an overwhelming sense of calm in three, two, one. Your home and auto insurance is bundled like a baby in a warm, buttered blanket. The money you save rains gently down upon you in bills, not in coins, because that would probably hurt.
12: Worries drift away when you bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
10: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge.
5: Just a reminder: Talk of Fame Networks brought to you by Geico. Fifteen minutes can save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you probably should have gone fifteen minutes ago. Well, in case you missed it, last week there was an announcement of a spring developmental league that not only is scheduled for liftoff in 2018, but it has a major investor to get it going. It's called Major League Football. It could be coming to a stadium near you. It's scheduled to play in eight non-NFL cities next spring and here to talk about it is Mike McCarthy and no that's not Mike McCarthy coach of the Green Bay Packers but it is Mike McCarthy of CFL fame remember he was the youngest GM to win a Grey Cup when he did it with toronto in 1991 i think he also pulled off a trade that included like 16 players or something Uh, but he's also someone who was a player personnel director in the usfl was a college and pro scout with the chargers in san diego not la san diego and also pro and college scout with the montreal alouettes of the cfl and i think that was mark trussman when they won a couple of uh, great cups but anyway he's now with the front office of major league football and mike thanks so much for joining us
11: well thanks for having me gentlemen appreciate it great opportunity mike
5: yeah, well, we, we had Bill Pulling on this program about two years ago, and Bill's a good friend of ours. And, and he said at that time, there's a definite need for something like this. And, and he outlined, honestly, about eight towns. He said, you know, there should be eight towns, and I think he confined it to the southeast. But he said there should be about eight cities here we, we should be looking at for a developmental league. How difficult was it for you guys to get this thing off the ground?
11: Well, it's been a project for over like five years consecutively here. But actually the idea and the concept came when NFL Europe shut down, when uh, Roger uh, Goodell took over the NFL. He, he closed down NFL Europe in 2007. And and over that time period, there was over 98 quarterbacks that attended. First, it was World League of American Football in the United States, and it went to the NFL over to Europe and Barcelona and London and, and uh, Frankfurt and Dusseldorf and all these other towns. And... Uh, there was about 151, I think, in the last count. 152 guys that actually played in that week. Ended up playing games in the National Football League, not counting all the guys. I mean, as I actually played in a game, a real live game, and then 98 quarterbacks had gone to other teams and had been on rosters or starters. And, you know, you got to give a guy an opportunity to play to be a backup. And right now, there doesn't seem, you know, the major number one recruiting source for the NFL is uh, major college football. And uh, we need a minor league like in hockey and baseball, a D league, what we want to call developmental league. And maybe perhaps in, uh, down the road, we want to create uh, different divisions of these things. Once this all comes together and we prove that we can do it,
6: and Mike, give us the specifics. I assume you're going to camp early next year. How many games will you play? Uh, have you named have you named coaches yet? Just give us the specifics. The yeah, we have size. we
11: have a set of coaches. We had a draft uh, last November, October. We drafted about 640 uh, athletes, kids yeah. that were between the ages of uh, uh, most of them were. Had, then in the National Football League, the CFL, and/or the, the Arena League, or, or the Indoor Football League, some of them are Indoor Football Leagues, which are really Arena Leagues. And we had a draft of about 540 to 620 guys. We had a territorial draft, which was the old USFL, USFL plan, where you, you had territorial schools in the area where you're going to have your franchise. So, and that way, people would be familiar with players that played at the universities in your area, and it would be a draw perhaps to sell more tickets, sponsorships, corporate, in, in that regard, and um, uh, since we didn't play in 2017, we released those players to the NFL, the CFL, and the Arena Leagues, and I think about 40 to 50 of those kids went back and went to training camps last year in 2017, and uh, a few more of them were uh, in NFL training camps this year and CFL training camps, and some of them played on rosters. So the concept was there, and we just let those kids go because their contracts are like for six months. We signed them in February. They go to training camp, and then we release them at the end of their contract in uh, in August. So they, they're free to go to any team they wish to go to. So that's what we're about, developing kids, letting them play, giving them a the chance to play, uh, hone their skills, work on their um, – Position specifics and and get better at what they do, and it's like a sniper. You know, if you don't shoot a thousand rounds a day, you don't get any better at it. So you got to have the the repetitions, the opportunity to play to, to make yourself better, to to enhance it the, to go the to National Football League.
7: Well, as a guy who's made uh, made a living a lot of your life in, in scouting and personnel and all that, over the years, did you how many guys did you come to believe, boy, if they had a little more opportunity, if they had a little more time, if they had had some place to develop. Uh, know could have made it in the nfl i always look at kurt warner and say it's obviously yeah, definitely. He's
11: probably the number one guy that you're talking about right there. There's a guy that got the opportunity. Plus, you know, he was in the Arena League before he went to NFL Europe. And I almost brought him to Ottawa in 1994 as a quarterback with the Ottawa Rough Riders in the CFL. But then he, NFL Europe was starting. He and his agent said, "Hey, my guy's going to go to NFL Europe, and he's going to be on a you know an opportunity maybe to go to National Football League, And that's what happened. So there's there's a perfect uh, example that you know that's one of. You know, three or four hundred guys that have done it, but uh, Kurt was probably the most successful guy, and and Brad Johnson was another guy that uh, you know played in the NFL, played in the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl for what's it, Tampa? I don't Super Super Bowl 35, 36, or 37 under John Gruden, and Pelor and Heward, and Holcomb and Miller and. Uh, Jay Fielder, there's numerous guys that have gone on to play, not become superstars, but be a backup and have started 20 to 30 to 50, 60 NFL uh, uh, starts in, in a regular season as starting quarterbacks in the, in the league. And that's what we want to do, and regardless of position. I use quarterback because it's a marquee position. But you know everybody, offensive linemen, tackles, guards, centers, corners, free safeties, linebackers, running backs, right receivers, every position, there's always, you got to have the opportunity to play, and that's what we're offering in Major League big footballs, you know. And the idea is that we don't want to compete with the NFL like we did in the United States Football League when we started it back in the Oh God! It was 82, 83, 84, 86. That's where I know Bill Polian from because we both were in Chicago at one time with the Blitz. But um, you know, we're setting and dedicating ourselves to creating an innovative, accessible game for the fans at a low cost in secondary cities away from the National Football League, playing in the spring like the USFL did and NFL Europe did, and being in the CFL the last well 26 out of the last 29 years. We had the same deal. We were letting our players sign NFL. Contracts and go play the spring in NFL Europe. And if they were good enough to stay in the national football, they stayed on the parent team. Uh, was an NFL in the National Football League. Or they came back to us because they were still on, technically under contract to us because we used to have the one year and an option. Every CFL contract was in a year and an option. So we, they were there under a two-year contract. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but... You guys got me excited? <laughs> yeah,
6: there
7: you go. That's good.
5: Well, uh, Mike, since you mentioned the United States Football League, and we're speaking with Mike McCarthy, the new Major League Football League, which is a spring developmental league scheduled for 2018. And Mike, since you mentioned the USFL... Um, and you have a background in the USFL, what did yeah. you learn from that league and its ventures into spring football, and why do you think this is the right time that it could fly?
11: Well, I think it was a perfect example. If we didn't have somebody sitting in the White House right now that got a little excited, too excited about it and wanted <laughs> to challenge the National Football League in the fall, you know, I think, I think we, we, we would have grown more than 16, 18 teams and probably up to that 30 number and probably would have been another merger into the National Football League and it would be a, uh, another conglomerate. But giving the people an opportunity to play the game like we're talking about those fringe players, the guys, really, especially in the last two weeks in the National Football League, you had 2,000 people moving around in the last 10 days. There were over 2,000 transactions of guys to the roster, back to the practice roster, roster, changing teams, and then um, some of them came up to the CFL practice squad rosters because they expand there because of the NFL Cups. At CFL, expands their practice squads to like from 10 to 16 until the end of the season and then uh, the NFL with their 10 guys on the practice squads. and again being on a practice squad is not giving you an opportunity to play right away unless there's an injury or some kind of development happens but in the United States Football League we took numerous people from the NFL we took most of the top draft choices and we re- resurrected people that had been cut in the NFL for two or three years gave them a second and third opportunity to play football and when the USFL shut down 580 i believe went back and became starters in the National Football League back in uh, you know in 87 88 89 so giving people an opportunity to play the game to hone their skills to get quicker, stronger, faster, to learn the the offense and the defensive schemes, it just takes time. And uh, we're letting a lot of people go but you can't keep more. You know, we have uh, uh, the NFL even extended this year when they uh, uh, didn't have the cut-down dates during the, the, the regular time, you know, from 90 to uh, 75, 75 to 60, 60 to, to 53 during the course of training camp. They kept all those guys to the ends of camp. So that even enhanced everybody's ability to see, show me a little bit more, staying with the same team and getting to know the offense and the defense and getting the coaches to know what my abilities are. So more of those guys made teams this year. Than they have in the past uh, four or five years. So, you know, it's opportunity, and uh, that's the threshold of what we want to do.
6: Mike, the NFL is obviously going to benefit. What is your relationship with the NFL? Are they behind this venture?
11: They're very cooperative. Um, a year ago, when we were getting ready, we thought we would play in the spring. We sent out you know, letters to all the general managers, uh, commissioners, are very aware of it, all the directors in the league, uh, many owners we've talked to. I've been to 15, 16 preseason games this summer. Same thing in training camps over the last couple of years. They let me in. They're very cooperative. Uh, uh, again, I've been doing this 40 years, so I pretty much know everybody's so, from somewhere and uh, and uh, a lot of friendship and there there are a lot of guys talking about it saying, hey, we need this, we need this as another developmental system to get more players on the field and uh, you know I, I keep using that sniper thing you't you don't pull the trigger all the time you 're not going to get any better and these backup quarterbacks have to have the chance to start it 's great to be there and to be the number two guy, but you 're not getting starting reps uh, until something happens to the starter, so in this in the spring league, you can be that starting quarterback now back in the NFL Europe days. Those guys, those quarterbacks, were getting paid ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Our pay scale is going to be like two thousand a game, ten games. Like you asked me, uh, eight teams is what we're hoping for. Ten regular season games, three playoff games, and a roster of about uh, fifty-three, same as the NFL. And then uh, you know, dress uh, dress forty-seven, and have the rest on um, on a reserve list, and then have a small practice squad to fill in uh, when we do have injuries, and play a ten-game season and hopefully be, probably be more southeast uh, into Texas and then uh, uh, in the Ohio area, Alabama, uh, Virginia, uh, maybe even uh, um, Oklahoma City, and then up in Ohio, maybe in the canton Maslin area.
5: Mike McCarthy, thanks so much for the time. Best of luck with the league.
11: I hope I didn't just ramble on too much for you guys. <laughs> all good. <laughs> and I wanted it was to tell you, good. I'm the, I am the original Mike McCarthy. That other guy up there in green—that I was—I was around about ten years before he popped up. So, <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot, Mike. guys.
11: Really thanks appreciate Mike. it. Okay. Thank, Thank you. Mike.
5: That was Mike McCarthy of Major League Football. Spring developmental league schedule for 2018. Up next: Borges or Bogus. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.
0: Daddy, where do babies come from?
4: Uh well uh honey
0: mommy went to the store
8: oh well you see um well there's a mommy and a daddy right
0: right
1: and see when they call geico uh they could save a bunch
2: of money on car insurance
0: oh really and that makes them happy
2: yes that makes them very happy
0: that's good yeah
2: well i'm glad we could have this talk sunshine (laughs) geico because saving 15 percent or more on car insurance is always a great answer
1: There's people who care where I'm going And good friends who welcome me home So get a full tank of freedom Drive the American road And with a full tank of freedom find your own highway We'll take you wherever you go
10: Marathon,
4: fueling the American spirit
0: The crack of the bat the cheer of the fans basking in the sun save now at days in when you see your favorite team play with over 1600 locations there's always a days in nearby home or away with friends or family bask in the sun at days in book seven days in advance and save 15 percent. plus earn 100 Wyndham rewards bonus points when you book at days terms and conditions apply Hi, I'm Jay
3: Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. If you're in the market to buy a home right now, you know how challenging it is out there. You're competing against cash buyers, so it's critical that you work with a reputable, established mortgage company like Quicken Loans. By getting pre-approved with us, sellers will know that you're serious and ready to close when you make that offer. Here's one more way to get the home you want. You could buy a $150,000 home with as little as $1,500 down with our 1% down payment option. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is $3.99. APR 4.61%. For seven years in a row now, JD Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation for customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fourth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN.
2: For J.D. Power Award information, visit jdpower.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. <laughs>
10: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You
5: play to win the game. Mr. Hey, Rick Goslin. Yes, sir. You're a man who's got all the answers. So, do you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It
6: means I should have called before the show
5: did it again. Nailed it, Goose Man. For more details, go to geico.com. You should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, as you should know by now, maybe you should have known 15 weeks ago. Each week we run a poll on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, and our Goose Man, Dr. Data, does that. And last week we asked, who wins this year's Super Bowl? Well, guess what? The winner was?
6: America's team, Cowboys. Top seed in the oh. NFC last year. I think people got excited over that New England loss the other night.
5: Hey, Ron, how many of those votes do you think came from Jerry Jones and, and how many from the Goose Man?
7: Well, I would say that Jerry surely has a political arm stronger than Troy Aikman's arm. And I'm sure <laughs> they know how to stuff the ballot box in Dallas just like they do in Boston.
5: <laughs> okay. Well, Goose, let's just assume that you and Jerry didn't stuff the ballot box, even though you know how to do it, that you didn't do it. Who do you like this season
6: and, and, and why? We'll start with the premise that champions don't repeat. It's been 13 years in counting, so I'll scratch out the Patriots. The salary cap has made this a quarterback-driven league now more than ever. So give me the team with the best quarterback, the Green Bay Packers.
5: Okay, Ron, you've got the team with the best quarterback. How do you feel Second about best. this? Second best. <laughs>
7: Third best behind them, uh, oldest, young Derek Carr out there best. in Oakland. My <laughs> belief is Oakland's ready to break through. They got Marshawn Lynch improving their running game, Take some heat off Carr, Take some heat off their defense. Now, until you yeah, – I love that. Oh, be still my heart. Until you can beat the defending champions, you haven't done anything, however. But beware the silver and black. They're ready to attack.
5: <laughs> well, but you know, Ron, you may never hear me say this again, but I'm with you. You, you just you can't beat the defending champion. I'm going there, right? Until unless I see somebody better, I'm sticking with what night. works. I'm sticking with what works, even though even though they've got the fourth best quarterback behind Jared <laughs> Goff, Sam Bradford, and who else? So oh, anyway, um, but anyway, uh, what works every year to me are the Patriots, and that's why I'm sticking with them. What works every year are the Patriots. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! Hey, guess what? Michael Buffer's in the house, and that can only mean one thing. Our residential debates are back by popular demand. Yes, sir, Rick and Ron are here to square off on some of today's, maybe yesterday's, hot-button topics. We've been down this path so many times before, guys. I don't think I need to go over the ground rules, except, guess what? I will. Each respondent has 45 seconds to answer. Then there's a 30-second rebuttal, followed by... 15-second close. And if you go long, Ron, you're going to hear this. (laughs) Telling you, put a sock in it, okay? Got it? Guys, got it? Like the Raiders, we go long. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately for you, no Daryl LaMonica or Ken Stabler there. Derek, find Mucklebuffer again, would you please? Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Okay, Goose Man, you heard him. You're up first. Biggest surprise of week one was Jacksonville,
6: But I shouldn't have to tell you guys that. Both of you picked Houston as your best bet last week <laughs> in our Talk of Fame network site. Jaguars spent a lot of money on defense. these last two off seasons, adding in to Calais Campbell, Malik Jackson, cornerback A.J. Boy, safeties Barry Church, Deshaun Gibson, costing them 20, $275 million. After watching that performance in Houston last weekend, I'd say owner Shad Khan got his money's worth. They also got a running back now, Leonard Fournette, who can protect the quarterback and keep that defense off the field.
7: It's obvious to me it was the, the ineptitude of the Texans. Forget about the Jaguars. That was a race to the bottom. Uh, look, everybody knew the Colts stunk, but what's wrong with the Texans? They gave up 10 sacks to the Jaguars? The Tom Savage era is less than uh, basically a half of football? That's no era. That's an era. What a mess.
5: What did you
6: what did you and Clark see in Tom Savage's want to make use in the best bet
5: of the week? What we saw was Jacksonville is what we saw. <laughs> exactly. Blake Bortles is what we saw. <laughs> Ten sacks. Please. Jeez. <laughs> Man, this, guy, this guy's vindictive. He's bringing up that best bet of the week twice now just because he won. Okay. I know. thought we were friends. Guy. Apparently not. Yeah. Apparently not. Okay, right. Ron. Uh, this one's for you. And come back swinging, okay? Yes, I'm sir. about to lose David Johnson in my fantasy football league. Not me, but I'm just saying if I were you know, a guy that picked him, I'm about to lose him. Tell me what running back I should pick up. And remember, Ronnie... This is of the available back, so don't give me Ezekiel Elliott or Marshawn Lynch or anyone like that.
7: I'm going for the uh, give you the best running back since Marshall Goldberg, at least the best Jewish running back, Tariq Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. <laughs> he, had five, he had five carries for six, six yards, eight catches for 47 yards and a score against the Falcons in week one, and he'll continue to share playing time with Jordan Howard in Chicago, but given all the injuries to Chicago's receivers, Karen, Cameron Meredith is limping around, Kevin White's got a collarbone, he's out for the season. Cohen should be a huge factor in their passing game as well as carrying the ball. So go with the best Jewish running back since Marshall Goldberg, (laughs) Tariq Cohen.
6: (laughs) Okay, guys, write this name down. Jerome Massam. He leads the CFL in both rushing yards and touchdowns, averaging almost five yards a carry for the Calgary Stampeders. Peters. All this coming <laughs> off his first rushing title in 2016. I don't know how the NFL missed on him coming out of tiny Graceland College in Iowa in 2010. And I guarantee you, he's available. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Obviously, Clarky, we have a man who hasn't played much fantasy football. CFL points do not count. Do not oh, count. Oh,
6: now you sound like the Hall of Fame, Ron.
7: <laughs> exactly. This is real football, not CFL football. Where they play? 200-yard field, 8 feet wide or 150 feet wide, whatever they're
5: doing. You know, the mistake we, we made, Ron, Ron, was not letting Goose. We never should have let him talk to Mike McCarthy when we were finished with that call. <laughs> exactly. He, he said, hey, I got a tip for you. Jerome Massam, he looks good. He looks real good. Jerome <laughs> (laughs) Take (laughs) a Calgary. God, oh, my (laughs) gosh. Uh-oh, okay. That means I'm to move on. Hey, Gooseman, you're next. You're Dr. Data. So riddle me this. Why shouldn't I line up with our readers from last week's poll and trust the Cowboys to take me to the Super Bowl this year?
6: Because nine starters are gone from the team the Cowboys lined up in the playoffs last January and Ezekiel Elliott was almost the tenth. That's a lot of turnover for a team with Super Bowl aspirations. The Cowboys are asking a lot of young players to step up and fill some huge shoes, especially in the defensive backfield. With that first place scheduled this season, the Cowboys will play some of the league's elite quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Russell Carr, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. The one place you cannot be soft is in your pass coverage, and this is a very young group.
7: Ronnie? Well well, Clark, unlike Goose, I don't live in the past. I'm about youth, youth movement. (laughs) Me and Jerry, we say youth is where it's at. We got a youthful quarterback, a youthful (laughs) running back who probably should be in handcuffs, but so what? Youthful secondary, youth, youth, youth. The youth beat up the Giants, and they're going to beat people down, at least until they run into Minnesota, and then the youth may be wanting (laughs)
5: <laughs> Goose 15 I, to close.
6: I, I, I would like to see the Giants play the Texans or, or, the, or the three oh. team slugfest with the Colts involved there. I don't think either, any of those teams can win. <laughs> exactly right. Okay, yep. Ron.
5: Ron Borges. Yes, sir. I got another one yes. for you. You're next. Okay. Does Terrell Owens a.k.a. T.O., have a better chance with Hall of Fame voters this year or with voters on Dancing with the Stars?
7: Well, Clark, that depends on if you're talking about voters with ears and an open mind. Are those who have already made up their mind, close their ears, shut down their heart, and don't want to look at anything but T.O.'s flaws, of which he has a couple. But you think there are any other guys that can with bust who have flaws? Is he a worse guy than first ballot Hall of Famer Warren Sapp, aptly named? Was he less productive than Joe Namath? No. Was he less dangerous than Steve Largent? <laughs> Please. Maybe there are five more deserving players in the room this year, but he was more than a dancer.
5: Goose, you next. I'm not sure there was an answer in there, but Goose, go ahead.
6: <laughs> Without question, it's Dancing with the Stars. That's a fan vote and a popularity contest, and Owens would do well in that form, especially after he calls out the process for being too political and starts criticizing Derek Fisher for begging his way in as he did Chris Carter, the Hall of Fame process. T.O. will also want to halt the season after one episode. He'll believe his dancing <laughs> that first night should be enough for him to be crowned. The first ballot, Dancing with the Stars champion. <laughs> <laughs>
7: to close. Well, he was a truth teller. Chris Carter did beg his way in, but uh, be the be that hasn't may. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, if we're honest about it, the guy's a legitimate uh, Hall of Fame candidate. He deserves to be in the room. He's a pretty good dancer, too.
5: Unlike you two guys. Thank you. Ronnie, well, now there's someone I'd like to see on Dancing on Mars. I mean... <laughs> Dancing with the stars. <laughs> and that's our own Ron Borges with another of his Borges or... Bogus. That's yes, right. Brought to you by Motel Six. Book your next day on Motel Six And you know what? Ron, Ron Borges will leave the lights on for you. Guaranteed. So Ron, what do you have? Well, With all the noise swirling around player demonstrations during the National Anthem, police
7: and first responders unions in Cleveland threatening not to hold the flag to protest those demonstrations, the Browns finally did something right. It had nothing to do with playing football, at which they remain inept, but it did have something to do with something more important. Members of the Browns and a group of first responders, including police and military personnel, ran onto the field together and then locked arms during the playing of the Anthem Sunday after a short video was first shown with a number of their players expressing their concerns about social justice and racial equality in America. That move was gorgeous all the way, not bogus. bogus. The Browns may still be lost with helmets on, but with helmets off, they took a big step toward bringing reason to the sensitive issues of the right to protest in America and others' rights not to like it. This all began, as we know, with Colin Kaepernick, a player who proved last weekend without even being seen that he des- that he deserves to be on an NFL roster. In the case of some NFL teams, it is borderline fraud for Kaepernick to be unemployed while they charge major league prices to field minor league offenses led by quarterbacks in name only. But well, putting that aside, as it's been heavily and heatedly debated for nearly a year now, the Brown's suggestion may finally give all sides a way to express differences without opposing opinion holders feeling the need to go to a neutral corner and wait for Buffer to say, let's get ready to rumble! I mean, jeepers. While people can disagree about the appropriateness of ignoring the anthem as a vehicle to express concerns over legitimate social concerns... Among minorities, the right to do it without being threatened with loss of job or worse is a fundamental one many of those being honored by the anthem fought for in the first place. Cleveland's 32nd video Sunday was an anthem about love. As tight end Randall Telfer on the video eloquently put it, love not only for the red, white, and blue fabric, but love for what it stands for. I thought that was pretty well said. Demonstrations during the anthem continued around the country and grousing over it from some fans claiming they didn't want to watch football Uh, I mean, they wanted to watch football. They didn't want to hear about politics. But they all missed the point. This isn't about politics. It's about injustice and violations of human rights, two things we should all be united against. The Browns may be eternal cellar dwellers, but Sunday they were leaders. Maybe 31 other teams, each in their own way, will follow.
6: It can't hurt, and it surely isn't bogus to try and help. Hey, Ron, Kaepernick started all this. Is all this helping or hurting his case to get back in the football?
7: Well, I think the way some of those teams played is helping, but the the rest of it is probably not helping him. you know, because you've got these coaches obsessed with distractions or what they perceive to be distractions. It's funny, they never think it's a distraction when they fire some popular guy in the locker room. They don't think that's ever a distraction, but in this case, Kaepernick's a distraction. It's probably not helping them, but in the end, uh, uh, I think they're looking worse and worse every week when you see these guys masquerading as quarterbacks
5: and this kid can't get a job. Hey, Ron, I want to go back to something I think I asked you, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple of uh, weeks ago, which is uh, Jim Brown. Since you mentioned Cleveland, what Jim Brown said about Colin Kaepernick, right. essentially he's got to make up his mind whether he wants to play football or be a social activist. Isn't that a fair question to ask?
7: Well, it's a fair question to ask. If you know, I just don't see him as, as all that disruptive figure. Okay, guy kneels down, they play a song, tootly toot, then he gets up and they play football. I mean, tootly toot, that's it. Or no, duly, totally but
5: but, 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 you know, but he's I mean, not a disruptive figure. I mean, it's become disruptive because everyone's picked up the, the mantra and said, "Why is he on a team?" What? They're just saying, "Listen, we're carrying on without him." I mean, we're carrying
7: on without him. Well, they are saying that, but you know, again, that goes back to I think the question of, do we actually have the right, or 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 is it just you know it's a right? But if he exercises, you lose your job, you lose your income, your family. I mean, it's not what it's what it's all about. That's not what it's all about. And I think that a lot of people are losing their their way on that. Let the guy play okay. and see what happens.
5: One thing I know, Ron, is we've got a right. We've got a right to go to the next commercial. And we're going to do it right now. You'll listen to the Talk Fame Network. Progressive presents
12: Mind Flowness with Flow.
9: You feel an overwhelming sense of calm in three, two, one. Your home and auto insurance is bundled like a baby in a warm, buttered blanket. The money you save rains gently down upon you. In bills, not in coins. Because that would probably hurt.
12: Worries drift away. When you bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive, visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
10: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge.
5: Talk of Fame Network brought to you by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you should have gone... Fifteen minutes ago. That's the two minute yes, sir. That means it's another two-minute drill coming up. Brought to you by Burger King breakfast and our man calling plays. That'd be Ron Borges. See what you got, Ronnie.
7: Guys, the Patriots are replacing the new s- synthetic turf four months after installing it, saying it wasn't up to their standards. Are they blaming the grass for the Chiefs kicking their ass?
5: No, they're blaming the Chiefs for kicking their grass.
6: Blame the sprinkler system. That field should have been flooded to slow down that KC speed.
5: Can the Saints defense stop anybody? Yeah, they can stop fans from watching.
6: Sure, they can stop the food truck at lunchtime. (laughs) Who would you rather run with, Kareem Hunt,
5: Leonard Fournette, or Christian McCaffrey? Uh, Hunt, because he can Kareem his opponent.
6: (laughs) (laughs) My offensive rookie of the year pick, Delvin Cook. (laughs) Who shines brightest, J.J. Watt, D.J. Watt, or James
7: Watt? Watt Earp. Naomi (laughs) Watts. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, oh, yeah. Is the Jaguars' Saxonville defense for real?
5: I want to ask those five guys in concussion protocol.
6: <laughs> they, w- they would be if they saw Tom Savage a quarterback every week.
5: <laughs> How much longer can the Texans refuse to negotiate
7: with tackle Dwayne Brown after last Sunday's 10-sacks disaster? Forever.
5: You seem to forget their motto, Ronnie. Don't mex with Texans.
6: If the Texans don't want to pay him trade him to the Bengals or Giants, they'll overplay him gladly.
7: After his opening four sack game, is Jags pass rusher, Calais Campbell, a bargain at even
5: at a sixty million dollar price tag? Yes, sir. Anyone named after French Port is a bargain.
6: Only thirty million of that is guaranteed. The Jaguars might want to guarantee the other thirty million this week.
7: <laughs> Le'Veon Bell held out all summer. Did the Steelers coaching staff hold on, on him with only thirteen cat uh, touches in the season opener? You
6: kidding me? Who won the game, Ron? Who won? I think Bell's legs may have held out on him. Consider September his training camp. Will the
7: Buffalo Bills ever again lead the AFC East this season?
5: Only if this is their bye week. They will have a share of the lead again next weekend. That's the end of the game. We want to thank Everson Walls, Mike McCarthy, Ira Kaufman, and Gary Myers for joining us, and Derek Burns for bailing us out one more week and producing the show. Been fun. Big D and AZ. Hey, if you want to catch this or any podcast... Just go to our website, network.com or find us on iTunes or your podcast app. Otherwise, look for us on this station and at this time next week. We'll be here. We hope you will be, too. And we hope you will be, too, Derek. But sadly, not to happen. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle meanderings.
12: Oh, man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. I scored some big savings, and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. You know what doesn't make sense? If a car is called a horseless carriage, why isn't a motorcycle called a horseless horse? Maybe it would just be adding insult to injury for the out-of-work horses. Geico Motorcycle, savings that make sense.
3: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Think you can't manage the down payment it takes to purchase a new home? Think again. You could move into a $150,000 home with as little as $1,500 down with our 1% down payment option. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.61%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com.
2: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030.
1: There's people who care where I'm going. And good friends who welcome me home. So get a phone.
10: Fueling
4: the American spirit.
0: Thinking about a fun getaway this fall? A favorite amusement park. Watching the leaves turn. Visiting old friends. Days Inn can help you get there. With over 1,600 locations, no matter where your travels take you, there's always a Days Inn nearby. Bask in the sun and save now on your fun fall getaway at Days Inn. Book seven days in advance and save 15%, plus earn 100 Wyndham Rewards bonus points when you book at DaysIn.com. Terms and conditions apply.